0: Is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Blowing
1: yeah! out of the backfield,
0: exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings.
2: Hey, 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 here we go live from the SWBC Mortgage (laughs) Living Room in Frisco, Texas. Have we got a treat for the next two days for all of you listening? We have rotated our lineups for all of our shows, but this will still be your favorite show brought to you by your favorite wing provider, WingStop, where flavor gets its wings. I am Shannon Gross, and I am pleased to announce. That I am joined today. We mixed it up, fellas and lady, and everybody else listening. Rob Phillips underneath me. That sounded really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Over here to my right. And Ambar Garcia. Everybody from other shows, we have mixed it up this week for the bye week. We're all over the place. And I really, I really feel bad for all of you guys because. We are going to have so much fun the next two days. You're not going to want to go back to your normal shows. I mean, this this is the one show on the Dallas Cowboys network where we never we, we never have a run a show. We never have anything scheduled to talk about. We just talk because we enjoy each other and we like football and specifically we like Cowboys football. So let's start. Why don't you introduce yourselves for those of those that are listening? That aren't familiar with the rob kick it off
1: hi i name my name is rob phillips i'm talking <laughs> cowboys fame and
2: i just went i'm rob phillips and i just went through puberty yeah, <laughs> hello
1: hello there uh-huh, excuse me i just wanted to kick it off by first of all this this show has something in common we all in one form or another we all have babies at home so we're all trying to deal with lack of sleep but we're still going to bring it today. Mm-hmm. We're still going to bring it today. And I just wanted to to give the host a happy birthday shout out today, Shannon. Happy birthday! Oh, buddy.
3: okay. Happy birthday!
2: Thank you, Rob. Can we get a sounder, Chris. Thank something for, him,
1: for the man. Something.
2: I got nothing. <laughs> Something flowers, wings, donuts, not, not a thing. Chris is like, no well, yeah, cares.
3: I got nothing.
2: Got nothing. Chris got nothing. Just like every other show
3: that he's on, he got, got nothing. But
2: well, thank you, Rob. You're welcome. Danny, Danny of of former LSU fame, Dallas Cowboys, Chicago Bear, now fortunate enough to work with them on a daily basis for the Dallas Cowboys. Danny, introduce yourself. Well, you,
3: well, you actually just did. So I'm gonna just, I'll just leave it there, and I, I'll just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll just, I'll just ask this question. So you guys were like sitting, sitting, sitting there figuring out what we're gonna do for the bye weekend. We went with the Dallas Cowboys offensive line theme. So we just mix everything up and keep it consistent, huh? For the for the week.
2: That's you know, I mean, why why mess up a a, a theme that's been ongoing with the you know. On the field, was transferred off the field. This was Derek Eagleton's brainchild. I actually suggested that we should have a, a host draft where we actually draft everybody that's on our show. So next time we do this, no. we might actually pull names out of a hat no. and have a special show to where it's just all mixed You're
3: up. You're not going to tell everybody like who got picked first and who got picked last, are you? Because, I, listen, I, I, I'm no, i no, competitive. No. I'd be upset, just like, like flag football. Hey, look, <laughs> the yeah, egos
2: that. that we have on these shows <laughs> between you and Nick Eatman and Jesse Holly and... Isaiah, no, we couldn't, do we couldn't break somebody's heart by letting them be the last pick. So no, we won't do that. It would just be names out of a hat. Cool, Danny. Welcome to the show. And last, but definitely not least, Ambar Garcia, our Spanish—I guess you're our Spanish correspondent—that you you produce all things Somos Cowboys. Uh, what am I leaving out here, Amber? By the way, you have the best background of anyone on any of these shows. You look very well put together Amber. and the cutest a dog blank baby cream out there. Cream-colored wall.
4: Thank you, thank you. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing, there's not much else to say that I'm a female, I speak Spanish, I'm on here in an all-male show to um, hopefully teach you guys some manner. Uh, As you should know, Shannon, ladies go first, and you left me last, but that's okay, that's why I'm here, so hopefully you learned something during this show.
2: I say, I saved the best for last. Andrew. Okay.
3: Oh, I nice save. The best but, for yeah, yes. good save. save. Good yes. save. Yes. It didn't work. It,
2: it wasn't a manners thing. It was just best for last on this show. So there you go. There we are. We are the Motley crew that will be in this time slot today and tomorrow. And then we're taking Thursday, Friday off to regroup for the bye week. And then we'll be back in our normal time slot starting mm-hmm. Monday of next week, so let's, now that we've killed the first five minutes of the show, getting to know everybody, (laughs) let's get right into it. Amber, I will let you go first, since you are a lady, and you will, you know, point it out that I was a jerk and and didn't introduce you first. (laughs) Give me, give me your recap. Let's just go, since we haven't all been together really in the same place, and this is really the first time we've kind of hung out and chatted together. Um, since the season started, normally we're in the office, you know, all of our, our desks are within probably 20 feet of each other. And, you know, we're always talking about football, always talking about what's going on, you know, on the field, off the field, Amber, what's your take so far? Um, you know, a little bit over halfway through the season coming up on the bye week um, I I have a feeling we're all going to have about the same take, um, but you kick us off. Tell us what do you think about the season so far? Um, Yeah. Go.
4: <laughs> okay. My take on the season All right, so good, far.
2: Good, All right. good feedback, Amber. Okay, Danny.
4: <laughs> um, no, I think, I mean, I've been kind of over this whole team for a while now. Uh, I'm just, you know, I, I'm tired of waiting every year for it to happen, for us to get past that first round or second round of the playoffs. And it's just, it sucks when every year something, there there's a change and you create new hope and then you see the results that we've been seeing for the fa- past few years. For this year, it was a lot different because we, we had major cha- changes, sorry. We had major changes, especially in the coaching staff. So you got new hopes and you got a new team and then you start seeing 2020 all the things that have happened with COVID no preseason games and all of that and then you see how it affected the team and then injuries here and there and then you get into the the games and see how the team is performing it's like crap here we go another year where we don't get to actually see a great result at the end and I've been kind of over it but then last weekend watching the game against the Steelers I I guess I'm a sucker for the Cowboys because they always pull me back in. <laughs> so they, they they are starting to pull me back in and maybe in my head I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe they can start uh, turning things around. Uh, especially when when you look at your opponents in the division and, and how bad the NFC East is and to the fact that maybe you can turn the page and start playing some more competitive football. So um not much else to say there uh they just always suck me back in so that's basically it uh, i'm in for the ride and still waiting to see what's going to happen <laughs> after we get back from the bye week
2: amber i would i would venture to say you are probably 99 percent of our fan base because they have a this team has a way of ha- raising your expectations before the season starts Coming in below, usually below those expectations, you're done with them and then they do something like they did Sunday and you're right back in it and you're like, okay, well now I have this, yeah. this, and this to look forward to. So you're not alone. You're not alone. Danny, what's your take so far on the season? Uh,
3: yeah. So we, 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 we aren't very good. The most shocking part about the season so far has been defensively to me, the lack of effort out there. Um, Like, I I don't think we have a whole bunch of stalwarts out there, a whole bunch of all pros, but I think as you've seen the last couple games that, you know, max effort can eliminate a lot of those mistakes that you have been seeing in previous games. And the fact that we started off the season playing so lackadaisical was so surprising to me, which leaned in my mind, you know, sort of to the coaching staff. And then offensively, I'm shocked at how, you know, uninvolved Amari Cooper has been, in the, uh, in the game and then kind of how uninvolved Zeke started off in in the season. And it leaned to me, you know, when I was going through listen, watching the draft, it was, man, we, we have all these weapons and then we got C.D. Lamb. And I'm like, man, you know, there's a point where you can have too much. And then, you know, that's when I started uh, first getting worried about Zeke. And, you know, it proved me right. So, you know. Like, unlike some people, you know, I've been on that bandwagon so long and I've been hurt so, so many times that I've flipped my my expectation to I expect a little and then hope for a lot. So I'm not really hurting as much, but it's it's just more frustrating for me to see the lack of effort out there. You know, then that goes down. So we we have another half of the season with really no expectation to to make the Super Bowl. So, you know, I'm just here alone for the ride. <laughs>
2: All right. Fair enough. Rob, you've been around this team for a long time off and on. Have you ever, can you recall a season where so many people had such high expectations and then the result, like Danny said, just <laughs> kind, of, kind of came in flat? Can you recall a season like this? I can recall a
1: couple, but nothing, nothing quite like this. I think, yeah, I mean, I've been around since the Parcells days off and on, you know, covered a couple of Danny's teams. And there were a couple seasons in there, 2015, where, you know, both seasons I'm going to reference, you lose your starting quarterback. Tony got hurt in 2015. They finished 4-12. and 2010, Romo gets hurt again and they start 1-7 and seven and change coaches midstream. That's not going to happen here. But it is, it's similar in that Dak goes down, what else can go wrong? And at this point, kind of like Danny said, you're, you're playing for pride, you're playing to just try to compete and, and show progress. And I think we saw that the last couple weeks, and I know technically they're still in the division, but right now they're trying to just find progress with this new coaching staff, the new schemes, and I, But, no, I've never seen anything quite like this, man. Where it, And I don't think anybody has in terms of you throw in the pandemic with it and there's just something different every single week. Mike referenced that. McCarthy referenced that a couple days ago, that every week it's something, whether it's an injury, even on the bye week this week. We're supposed to all catch our breath. That <laughs> hasn't really happened because there's a positive test with the Steelers, so the Cowboys, out of precaution, have to uh, – Meet at home, do virtual stuff, and no practice Wednesday. So, like, there hasn't been a single normal week since August, and you know, hopefully, that'll change. But that's just kind of the theme of this season.
2: Yeah, and and I'll just throw this out there to the group, and, and y'all jump in. And, and And do you did you if, if Dak would not you reference Dak going down, did any of you have? You know I know we were competitive. we were in every game, but the defense was so bad up until this last week. You couldn't get the run game going. The, you know the fumbles were an issue, the, the turnover deficit was there any part of you? now it looks like okay, you got one game where things clicked. You, you had a good the most all-around performance that you've had you know the entire season. you had a hell of a play call a game called by Kellen Moore your special teams the, the the trickery and the you know the things that that bones Fossil's been trying to do all season finally the execution part was there you had some you know you had a little bit of life at the quarter you know the four string quarterback position so you got a little bit of hope and you know can you can you string a couple of these together now to where the arrows pointing up can it stay pointing up but before this game if you would have had dak you know i'll just kick it back to you rob real quick to start us off since you you brought up the quarterback being out. If you had Dak, do you think they could have gotten this together and and made some kind of a run? Or was this team just so all over the place that it was just doomed from the beginning? Ooh. I don't know that you can say that they would have because
1: even before Dak got hurt, they had yet to play a complete game together. Like, complementary football, they haven't done it really all year long until this last game. And like you, you guys said, I mean, the defense, two best games of the season these last two games, but now you're seeing seeing a shift with the offense where they can't finish drives, can't score touchdowns, and and then the special teams has been hit or miss. Uh, that was their best game last week for sure. So I don't know. You know, I think they obviously miss Dak. Um, he's their leader. He's their captain. He's arguably their best player, but, um, you know, it's just tough because because you know those first four games four and a half games before he got hurt you know there were a couple last second field goals from being zero and five so even with Dak so until they're able to put it all together uh, they're not going to have con- consistent success and I think that's going to be hard anyway with the injuries that they have right now
2: yeah and Danny you you played on this team and you played on this team when it was this team went as the quarterback goes if your quarterback was clicking, this was a hell of a team and, and, and it was a hard team to beat. If your quarterback was, your starting quarterback was either injured or, you know, not having a good game or good season, that's kind of what the rest of the team did. This team's always seemed to, you know, not be able to pick up the pieces when a key position goes down on one side of the ball or the other. Sean Lee goes out, they forget how to line up on the <laughs> heads. The quarterback goes out, they don't, they, they can't score points. So if Dak was still here, you know, we're speaking to hypotheticals, but you know, would this team, would you still be interested in this team invested in this team?
3: Well, listen, I, I'll answer that twofold. Listen, I'm going to be interested in invested in this team no matter what, just because like you said, I'm, I'm an alumni. This is, this is who gave me my shot here. Uh, but, but, as, but as far as, um, yeah, but as far as, uh, us having a shot if back was still here. Like Rob said, we are two plays away from, from, from not winning the game the whole season. And I think for, for me, as I watch the As I watched from last year going into this year, I think we have been the same team. As in, you fall behind early, and uh, and then we find a way to come back at the end. And for me being a player out there, I can tell you that a lot of times when teams get a big lead on you, they take their foot off the gas. The defensive coordinator calls the game a little different, and that's how teams are allowed to come back in the game because they're playing not to give up points and hope the other teams run, uh, run out of time before they can score enough. So I think we started to see that this season as well and if you look back at the teams that we beat they had some horrible defenses as as you watch them play games after they played us so I don't think our offense was playing as well as it needed to especially in the first half and then you pile on the defense and pile on the special teams I think we were in for a long season of a lot of mistakes uh luckily a couple guys got fired and then you see the defense playing a little harder so you know hopefully that would have been an issue but I don't think we would have been in the running for for a long uh, playoff run
2: All right. Well, we're in the running for a long playoff commercial break because we had to pay some bills because this show has sponsors and they keep us fed and we we keep them happy. So we're going to take our first break on hanging with the boys when we come back. Let's talk about we got a we got a former defensive player and special teams. Can we call you an ace, Danny? Can we call you a special teams ace? You can
3: just – I, I, was, I was good, at, good at, at that part of my game. We'll just, we just say that. He was an ace. Absolutely.
2: Okay. He was an ace. All right. Special teams ace. I want to talk defense and special teams. And, you know, who knows? We might have baby talk later. We might do all kinds of <laughs> things. But talk. we got to take a break first. So, stay tuned in. Find out what we talk about. We'll be right back after this break on Hanging with the Boys.
0: Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com.
2: So you have your special game watching sweats? Well, that's adorable. How about you start to value yourself a little bit? Experience the game in comfort without the nacho cheese stains. Upgrade to Tommy John Loungewear. You'll look better. You'll feel better. And maybe you can claw back some of that good old self-respect. Shop loungewear at TommyJohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash cowboys. All right. Back to the show. Welcome back. To hanging with the boys, Shannon Gross, Danny McRae, Rob Phillips, Amber Garcia. Save the best for last again. Amber <laughs> we are back for the second segment. We have Rob. Give me a scouting report on Danny. Oh, McCray. don't do
3: it. Only he on, on. the team when he was here. Only on special I'm put teams, you Rob. on the spot. O- you know. Only on special teams. Do not do not give a, a safety uh, a safety scout report, please.
1: You were great at everything.
3: Come on! <laughs> okay. No, no, Danny no. Was, Danny was the
1: consummate professional and a terrific, a terrific special teams player. I mean, what a guy! I mean, Joe D. Camillus, special teams coach with the Cowboys, reunited with him in Chicago, correct? Because of what Danny brought to the table, and that what we saw in the game on Sunday. We don't talk about special teams enough, but special teams almost won the Cowboys a football game against an undefeated team on Sunday. It's it's a huge underrated part of the game.
2: Mm-hmm. And Danny, what have you seen from special teams? You know, we, we heard about Fossil coming in and changing the game and what he did in New England and what he did, you know, what he's done it throughout his career what what have you seen so far have they tried to be too cute because it seems like every game and it's been a long time since special teams has been a strong point on this team like i i I tried to think back like when was special teams a threat on this team and you have to go back to at least when dwayne harris was here which was six seven years ago probably what have they what have you seen so far are they getting too cute or is that what they need to do to make special teams special again (laughs)
3: for the Cowboys. Let, let, let me start by saying this. Um, if, if you listen to the players lounge, you've heard me say that our defensive MVP has been CJ Goodwin. Uh, he, he's, he's, he's made the most plays. He's probably, he's probably made the most impactful plays of the season to save us against uh, the Falcons. Um, as, as far as, as Bones, Sometimes I think we get a little bit too cute. Like I said, if it was me, I wouldn't be having Tony Pollard returning every kick, no matter how deep it is in the end zone. I wouldn't run as many fake punts. I would have, I would have probably ran one and then, and then moved on with it. And to be honest, on the onside kick, we got lucky. It's a a huge play, but we, we didn't execute that right. So I've been seeing some things that, that if you would have had a training camp, if you would have been able to get those reps that, that the players probably would have executed a little better, but, Man, for the most part, I, I've, I've been shocked to see, you know, how when you bring up special teams, it's usually something bad. You, as a special teams players, you, you usually want it to be neutral or good. And we've been, you know, being called out for bad things. So it, it had not been good so far.
2: Amber, what's your take on special teams so far? It's been entertaining to watch, but <laughs> what are your thoughts?
4: <laughs> no, I mean, uh, like Danny said, With the whole hiring of Fassel, we kept talking about all throughout the offseason how this uh, special team should look better and should be better. And when he came in, I think that some of the things that he was saying, it motivated me as to thinking, okay, maybe he can turn things around. Because one of the quotes that I remember from him that stood out was him wanting to make sure that he made special teams player feel like they matter and that, that they count in the game and that they can make plays that are gonna turn around the game or help uh, the team for a win. And I thought that was very interesting because we tend to kind of forget about special teams players or, or maybe not see as much value as other positions around the team. So... The fact that it didn't work out that way all throughout the season, finally we started seeing it in this past game. I mean, that that was great and we saw how much uh, value there is there and, and how much it actually matters that special team is able to make plays, but the thing is, now they have to do it again, and then again, and then again. The, the team needs to start getting that consistency and being able to just not do it one game, but carrying it over throughout the rest of the season.
2: Yeah. And Rob, I, I said, I made the statement a while ago, like it's been a while since this, you know, special teams has been special. That, that's not entirely true. You've got arguably the best deep snapper to ever play the game, In LP, um, the guy just doesn't make mistakes. You've had, obviously, some great kickers in here. Dan Bailey comes to mind. You know, Chris Jones at one time was, you know, an elite punter, one of the best in the league. They've had good special teams players. I guess what I'm talking about is playmakers, difference makers when it comes to the return game, punting, kicking off. You know, they're tricking it up as – as a person that covers this team do you like what you're seeing is it too much should they be more straightforward what are you, what's
1: your take i think to danny's point i think there's times where they've tried to do too much you know uh, they've tried some fake stuff on their own side of the field early in the season where it didn't work and i guess hindsight you say you shouldn't have done it i didn't have a problem with some of the stuff they did sunday because i think they felt like you know you're undermatched with some of your personnel all over the field with some of your injuries so try to make something happen and you know yeah it's it's been inconsistent you know they've had games where you know they've had miscues in terms of the return operation uh, chris jones dealing with some stuff you know physically before he goes on ir and the punting aspect of it and they've had things where guys to the wrong number of guys are on the field i mean it's a lot of things that i think you probably Danny could answer this better than i could you, you know you, you probably get hashed out in preseason games and and things that, you know, not to be an excuse, but they I think they're starting to shore it up a little bit, just like they they have on defense the last couple weeks and maybe they can carry it over. But actually I had the question for Danny about it because just from your experience, you know, what Fossil tries to do, does that juice up guys? I mean, is that does that make it more of a kind of like Amber said, you feel part of it, it's it's more of an exciting part of your job to have kind of that that trick stuff where you know you you're you're coming up with things that might impact the game in in kind of a crazy way
3: uh you know sometimes i mean because you got to look at it when when you have those type of plays it really only one person really gets to be the star right so if you run a a fake pun and, and they snap it to the to the to the uh personal protector that's the guy that, that feels more involved it's not necessarily the whole the whole team where you get rid re- you feel really involved as a special teams player is hey Instead of kicking a touchback, you kick it to the one-yard line and give your, your kickoff team that, that confidence in them to know that, hey, you're going to go down there and make the tackle. You give them a chance to go out there and get some stats up because you believe in them. Uh, so, so not necessarily the trick stuff, but just showing them that you have confidence in them to make certain plays that will affect the game outside of, you know, a fake punt here or, or, or a trick onside kick there. Gotcha. And, and All right, let's take our – Go ahead. Oh, I, I, to, one thing, because Amber said um, that, uh, you know, he came out with the quote where he said he wanted the people to feel involved and all that. And the reason that I was upset with Bones at the beginning of the season is he released his MVP player that I just mentioned. And I was so surprised at that it didn't make any sense to me. And and, and uh, Rob brought up the, the miscues that we had. It almost cost us, a, cost us the game against the Giants. So, you know, we, we've, we've had some big issues uh, on special teams.
2: All right, when we come back, Amber, I want to get you said you got sucked back in this past week. I want to know what sucked you back in. And then I want to get y'all's take on the game Sunday. And then I want to get into since we have Danny on the team and he's still very connected to this team, I want to know what the hell's going on on defense. And and what the hell clicked this week that, you know, it looked like someone stole their uniforms on defense. It looked like a totally different team out there, attitude wise, effort wise, making plays. Like, I I, want to get your take on that. So, when we come back, we will get to all that and possibly more. You're listening and watching. Hanging with the boys. welcome back to swbc mortgage living room in fresco texas final segment of the show you are listening and watching to hanging with the boys mm-hmm. shannon gross amber garcia danny mccray rob better Phillips. shannon we are back <laughs> but thank you i think i'm learning I i'm learning a little bit but i'm learning i'm learning you know what? The Cowboys are going to be back at AT&T Stadium on Thanksgiving Day to take on the Washington football team. Tickets starting at $89 are on sale now. Get yours today at DallasCowboys.com slash tickets. So, Amber, what sucked you back in on Sunday? Why are you, why are you interested in this team now after Sunday? What happened?
4: What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened, and I'm going to be 100% honest. The past few weeks, I've lost complete interest. Like, we were watching a football game where players were playing, like, I don't even know what, how, how, I don't know, I haven't watched middle school football to really know, but it was just not NFL (laughs) level whatsoever. And the difference was that this game, five minutes in, they still had my interest i was still watching i was still in it i'm like okay 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 they it it was just exciting i felt like this is this was finally the one game where we were actually watching a a real nfl football game and and that that was the difference to me the the energy the fact that we started seeing plays being made the fact that that they they were being successful uh, at least at different parts of the three phases of the game. So that's basically why I'm back then. And and, and and I hate it. I absolutely hate it because after the Washington game, I was like, okay, you know what? I am done. I am done. But this is my job, so I'm forced to be here. But after <laughs> after the way they played against the Steelers, they, they got my interest again. And now I'm like, okay, well, we don't know how far they can get or any of that or if they're going to win another game, but at least it's exciting to watch. At least you get to see certain players like Neville Gall- Gallimore, you G- like, okay, oh, he's making plays. And, and it's exciting to see just uh, a little bit of energy, a little bit of energy on the field and them not being absolutely uh, killed on there. So, yeah, they they got my interest back again and next week I'll probably... Uh, pick them to win again, which sucks because I feel like they're going to just hurt my heart again, but got that's you. what it is. They got you. Yeah.
2: That's, hey, that, that's Cowboys football. That's why we have such a strong fan base is because right about the time you get ready just to to call it in and, and, and be like, I, I'm done with this team. There's no way I can. There's no way. Every week on the show, I'm like, okay, there's no way. I finally got to the point last week where I was like, there's no way they're winning like this I Like, gonna I can't pick them. I can't I do I, it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I picked 48 to 10, them losing. <laughs> and they almost win the damn game. And then I'm like, okay. I'm like you, Amber. I'm like, I'm probably going to – like, I was done for the rest of the season, and I, now I'm probably going to – like you, um, they gave me a little bit of hope. Rob, what you – know, Danny, I want to get to you in a minute about defense because I got some questions about defense. How can you look so – freaking horrible for so many games in a row and then all of a sudden okay we'll get to that in a minute rob what'd you see on sunday like it looked like a different team out there what you were there in person what did you see i saw a lot of
1: terrible towels but they didn't have as much to cheer about as we thought oh. um i think right it, obviously you see the difference between on an off from an offensive standpoint a seventh round rookie trying to play quarterback without any preseason experience. Ben DiNucci, Against the Eagles, just he wasn't ready for primetime and that's no knock on him. You saw the difference on Sunday with Garrett Gilbert, who's thrown six career passes before Sunday, but has been around the league, knows how to run an offense, was you know had some time to throw and, and was able to make some throws and just kind of be able to run the offense more so than they were the last couple weeks by far. Um, and then defensively, like Amber said, I don't have I don't have an explanation. Danny hopefully can help us on, on why they're <laughs> They're playing so much better. I, I think, you know, one thing they've done, and Danny references to the top of the show, they parted ways with three veteran players that were getting a lot of playing time and the production wasn't there. And uh, they felt good about the young guys that they had behind them, felt like they wanted to give them more snaps. And those particular players are really t- running with the opportunity. Neville Gallimore, Randy Gregory. And, you know, you're seeing... Donovan Wilson step up at the safety position. Daryl Worley played a little safety there uh, early in the season. So, you know, when you've got younger players embracing the new scheme and taking advantage of opportunities, uh, and you've got a guy like Tank Lawrence playing with a lot of effort, um, that that can raise the level of play. Maybe they're just buying in midseason. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. And, I, and we talk about that all the time on our show, like – Your season is – mathematically, you're still in this thing, right? And I know that's – as a player and as a coach and as an owner, You, you, as long as you have a chance, you're going to try to win every football game because they have a chance – I mean, look what the Giants did the the year they won the Super Bowl. They had to win six straight just to get in as a wild card. Won the wild card, wound up beating the Patriots – the undefeated Patriots for the Super Bowl. So, I mean, anything can technically happen. But this team looked dysfunctional. I mean, this team was beyond – beyond bad i mean especially defensively and you know it's we always say on our show like if you're that bad out let the young guys play let's see what you got you know let's let's start looking to see okay who's going to be around here next year it's a nine game job interview let the young guys play we know what we have in the veterans let's see let's get them some reps let's see what we're working with so danny as a defensive guy how can you look so bad and so lost and not know what your your gap responsibility is for so many weeks in a row, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we figured it out. We're good now. Can we expect them to keep doing this, or was this just kind of like, okay, you know, the Steelers – <laughs> Just let the guard down and made us look. good.
3: Listen, you can you. I, what you can't expect for at least the next few weeks is these guys to play with maximum effort, right? If you remember back when uh, when Wade Phillips got fired, all of a sudden we went five and three. It's something about. Some, some veterans or, or somebody getting fired and you being put on notice and knowing that your job is up for grabs as well to make you play a little bit harder. And like you said, then you get some new blood coming in, some young guys who have been chomping at the bit to get a little bit more playing time. So they're playing just as hard as they can and they're out there making plays. Uh, I think I think getting rid of Worley was huge. Because he was out there making some serious mistakes, and as a as a veteran guy who a young guy's looking up to, and they seeing you play like that, I think that was having an effect on some of some of the younger guys in the secondary. So I think some of the moves that they made with firing those guys and 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 letting these guys know that they mean business, I think that changed a lot. And like I said max effort can eliminate a lot of mistakes and we saw that in the game now pittsburgh did help us you know i think it was a letdown game for them one of those trap things where they undefeated they were coming to play the cowboys and they were dropping passes and things like that but we maximized on all, all the mistakes that they made so i think for the, at least for the next few weeks if the offense can stay competitive and keep us in the games i think you'll see us play better
2: okay we've got a few minutes left in the show This has gone by so fast. This goes by so much faster than this show normally does because we usually have to sit here and listen to Jesse Holly talk for 45 minutes (laughs) straight. And it's the longest 45 minutes that you could possibly sit through. So this has been a very refreshing breath of air for me personally. I'm sure Chris Beam, as he eats his sandwich (laughs) behind the scenes, this has been a really nice bite for him as well. (laughs) But Amber... Here's what I need from you today to get me through till we revisit each other tomorrow. I need some hope. I need some hope for the rest of the year. I need something. You can give me one thing. You can give me a couple of things. But what should I, what's one thing or a couple of things I can cling on that give me hope for this season to get me through till tomorrow till we can talk about some other things and try to change my mind?
4: Well, um, I know that a lot of people probably won't agree with me, and this is one of the conversations that are happening right now and it's going to keep happening during this week and next week, but the quarterback position, who's going to be the starter? I know that uh, Jerry Jones and Steven Jones, they've come out and said Andy Dalton is going to be our guy, but I have hope in what I saw from Garrett Gilbert. He showed some things that honestly made me raise an eyebrow. And I'm like, oh, okay, he, he got something in him. He can do certain things. He can throw some passes. He threw some amazing passes. Um, he wasn't perfect or anything, but at least we saw the, the offense being able to move the ball, being able to throw passes. A quarterback that, that has some mobility to him. He's able to get out of the pocket and run a little bit. So some of those things uh, that I saw, me personally, I would like them to stay with Garrett Gilbert and see what else he can do because I saw a better connection there. And to be fair, it's not like Andy Dalton got a lot of time with, to play with the team based uh, because of the injury, the concussion that he got and everything. But from what I saw, I, I like the connection between... Gary Gilbert, and the rest of the offense. And, and that's my little hope. My little hope is to be able to see some more of Gary Gilbert and, and, and maybe some better clarity about the quarterback position here in the near future.
3: Danny, give me some hope. Man, my, my, my hope, listen, I've been begging for killing more to get these two guys involved and keep them involved in the game. If you get 19 involved like you did uh, in the previous game, then it changes the dynamic for the defense. In previous games, we had seen him not get involved except catching out routes and catching little slants. And, you know, uh, when when the game was out of reach and they were just trying to catch up. When you watch this game, he goes down the scene and you get him involved at the beginning of the game. And then the defense is on notice. Oh, we have to worry about 19 like they should. And then you have to continue to focus on 21 no matter how he's looked previously in the season, you have to remember what he's done for you in the previous years and know that he can still be that guy. So you focus the game on 21 to 19 and let everything else work off of that. And if Kellen Moore continues to do that, I think we got a chance to, to at least be competitive in some of these big games coming up.
2: Danny, it's funny you bring up 19 because they have so underutilized him or so not gotten him involved in games this year he caught a ball and I don't remember exactly what play it was on but he had he, he probably ran for a good 12 15 yards and I was like who is that <laughs> like he looked so fast that I had forgotten how good and how quick and smooth he really is because he hasn't had those those big play opportunities or those you know those opportunities to get involved in games so I'm glad you brought they that should up. Rob, them the ball we get out of here give me some hope yeah they should you're yeah. right
1: I, don't know, I like you all I'm going to flip it around. I'll say defense. I, I referenced a couple of the young guys on the defensive line. I'll say the defensive line overall. Like I think some of the biggest problem, maybe the biggest problem they've had throughout the season, run defense and probably starts in the middle of that defensive line. You know, Don Terry Poe's not here anymore. Neville Gallimore played really good. And I'm not expecting, you know, high, high production every week from the rookie. I think he's got a lot of growth to still make, but there's progress there and 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 so that's that's encouraging especially because you know you lost Gerald McCoy before the season he got hurt Tristan Hill's out for the year so can they can they shore that up along with what Gregory did with some of his pressures in the game that's really exciting to see the pressure they were able to put on Ben in the game and you saw you know some of their packages on third down where they've got you know uh, Tank and Alden Smith rushing inside you got Gregory on the edge Tyrone Crawford like that's That's talent. I mean, that's 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 a talented group, and I'm excited to see them try to continue that going forward. If they can do that, it's going to help the rest of the defense, and and maybe they can continue doing what they've done the last two weeks.
2: You know what? Just sitting here listening to y'all talk, I think we're going to make the Uh playoffs, and we're going to win at least two playoff games. Y'all have given me that much hope. I didn't say that. Really appreciate y'all. Didn't say that. (laughs) that I said that
3: didn't sound
1: that good. I said y'all have given me so much hope.
2: (laughs) 'Cause each one of you each one of you had a different part of the game that makes me hopeful and you put all that together and I have hope as a group, as a team.
3: That's a lot of stuff to put together, Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <Yes. laughs> Danny,
2: let me hang on to that. I know. I hang I
3: know. On to, okay? Listen, I it's going know. to be
2: a long, se- long two months. Let me hang. We, let me hang. We
3: played the perfect game and lost. We played almost the perfect game and lost to, to Pittsburgh at home. All right? So, so it's, 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 it's a long it's season.
2: It's tough. I know. I'm just trying to find the silver lining here to get me through the next <laughs> two months. I'm just trying to find something <laughs> to hang on to. But Y'all y'all gave me enough. Y'all gave me enough to get me to tomorrow. How about that? Let's do this again tomorrow. Amber, thank you for being on the show. Danny, it's, it's a pleasure. It's great to see your face again. Rob, you know, it's always good whenever I get to hang out with my old buddy, Rob. Yes, sir. Chris, thanks for keeping this thing going. We will be back tomorrow the same time, the same place, the same lineup. Then we're out of here till Monday. Check us out tomorrow, same place. Hanging with the
0: boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!